Listen and stream the only talk radio, Freedom 106.5, for the only talk that matter. At this time, we present to you On the Pulse with Rajiv Dipti. He's on with us today, as usual, from uh, 9 to 10. As we discuss pertinent issues, he is, of course, president of the Supermarkets Association. And we have with us a very special guest as well. Good morning, Rajiv. Good morning, Govin, and welcome to our listeners again for another edition of On The Pulse. And it's that month again, Govin, where we're heading into the um, Caribbean Food and Beverage Show. Very exciting stuff this morning. So with us this morning is the <clears throat> Executive Director of the Caribbean Supermarket Association, Mr. Curtis Mohammed. We will be joined shortly by Mr. George Singh, CEO of SouthX Promotions. But let me say good morning. Good morning, Curtis. And and perhaps you could give a short introduction to our listeners of yourself. Good mo- so good morning, everyone, to the wider public there, Rajiv, gentlemen. Um, so my name is Curtis Mohammed. I'm actually a recently retired professional and um, the supermarket association, Rajiv in particular, would have inveigled me to be part of something that is and it, I think to a lot of people, but certainly to myself, which is food security in the in the Caribbean. So my background is um, I would have my, I come from primarily an energy sector background in Trinidad and Tobago, as well as I would say fifty percent of my experience would be in that sector, oil and gas and renewable um, fuels, as well as um, the manufacturing sector. Um, but that would have been like in the beverage um, companies in Trinidad and Tobago. So I'm here and I'm here to um, support Rajiv uh, and the Supermarket Association in the, in with the introduction of our Caribbean Supermarket Association. And now, so we'll talk some some details about that. So thank you very much for the introduction, Rajiv. And again, thanks to the wider public for um, receiving me. So good morning again, Curtis, and thanks for that introduction. This morning, so for our listeners, we're going to be talking about the Caribbean Food and Beverage event. It's carded for Wednesday, June 28th to Saturday, July 1st. It's happening at the Center of Excellence, Makoya. It's something that's being spearheaded, as Curtis would have described, by the Caribbean Supermarket Association in collaboration with the Supermarket Association of Trinidad and Tobago, along with an arm within CARICOM, known as the CARICOM Private Sector Organization, uh, whose chairman is Mr. Gervais Warner. And together, the ambition for this group is to tackle, as Curtis described, a really key near and dear issue to our hearts, that of food security. We've already described that as an import-dependent nation, we've had to lean very heavily on foreign exchange and foreign imports for our immediate needs when we talk about the supply of food. The idea is to create a forum that encourages and not just the consumption of alternatives, but to showcase the potential within Trinidad and Tobago and within the Caribbean. What is the prospects for our own food security? When we look and and really examine consumption patterns, when we examine what we are producing, what is the potential for production and consumption, this particular event is going to be an exhibition type event it's going to feature a leading conference event that's going to really feature some of the top speakers in categories such as energy fintech climate change sustainable agriculture 
technologies and applications to the value chain. There's a lot more to be described, including a one-of-a-kind food festival, a taste of the Caribbean that comes to you every evening from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m., Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and all day on Saturday. So there's a lot to look forward to. I'd like to welcome as well, joining us here this morning, Mr. George Singh, CEO Southex Promotions, who is the event management group responsible for deploying this event. George, welcome and good morning. Perhaps you just give yourself a brief introduction for our listeners this morning. So that's Mr. George Singh. He'll be joining us shortly. Uh, as we get into this event this morning, we're going to be really examining what the potential is and, and some of the thinking and planning. And I, and I, and I just want to bring Curtis in here and, and really, and really um, get into the idea going back to last year when we, when we devised the formation of such a group and what the thinking was. You said that this is something that you see a lot of potential with. Can you describe some of that potential for our listeners so that they can connect the dots to where this show, what has led up to this show? Sure. Uh, thank you very much. Um, okay, so when this concept of a Caribbean supermarket association was was created, uh, it, it I think it was something that was born out naturally. So in Trinidad and Tobago, we have a a network already that already exists, uh, and it, it serves us um, pretty well based on the stakeholders that you'll speak with, and it does help some coordination within that particular space. Now, by extension, the Caribbean itself does not have uh, a similar network that could conceivably bring some benefit to, 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 to the wider public in, in, in CARICOM, in the wider Caribbean, right? So the Caribbean is CARICOM plus. Um, and the reason we have in this particular food fair and conference, and I just want um, Rajiv to, to kind of just let the public know, it's not a one of those sort of stiff sort of conferences you're going to have it's just going to be pure speaking it's a a conference in a food fair so therefore it's going to be done in a way it's going to be panel based we will we are we are bringing some very knowledgeable people from different sectors not only from the the supermarket sectors but all sectors that impact with it and that's going to be it's sort of the launching pad really for a wider caribbean supermarket association and our our thinking is this really is meant to be a catalyst for a, not not a Trinidad-based organization, but a Caribbean-based organization. But somebody has to somebody has to um, create that spark to get things um, moving in the correct direction. So, the conference itself is um, the title is going to be twenty-five heading towards twenty-five by twenty twenty-five, and 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 that's been um, discussed at policy level within the Caribbean. There's an, uh, we understand and there's a need for the Caribbean to have a different place for where we need to be with, with, with food security. And the thing about food security, that's a fundamental right of every individual. And for some reason, it seems to be a persistent challenge in the Caribbean. I mean, the region, despite being blessed with abundant natural resources, fertile land and so on, it still struggles, depending on where you are, you still struggle with food, food insecurity. There's inadequate access to healthy food options. That is part of food security. And, and in, some, so, so in some locations as well in the Caribbean, there's malnutrition. Now, in light of that challenge, a, a supermarket association that transcends not just one, one jurisdiction, but a wider jurisdiction, 
does have a part to play in 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 bringing stakeholders together and so that we can ensure that the caribbean population has access to safe affordable and healthy food options but it's it's one part it's it's it's, it's, it's a network that allows that that will allow that common um, platform for things to be exchanged and we know some of the things that that uh, that before us in the caribbean it's been discussed before it's been tried um and sometimes it's, it's, it's not because of a lack of political will it's also perhaps because maybe the coordination is not always there so we're hoping that that's part of the 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 the, the movement that we could get with respect to this caribbean supermarket association so rajiv i hope that was what you open for as an opening rajiv Apologies. Yes. And, you know, Curtis, you made a very valuable point because the rea the truth is, at a policy level, there is a commitment within the wider Caribbean at the level of CARICOM to, re to make a meaningful reduction in the regional food import bill by 2025. The, the, the target is a 25% reduction in the food import bill by 2025. Now, at the level of the region, the estimated food import bill is six billion US dollars. And I think at the level of TNT, that's close to one billion US dollars. Yeah. And we have to ask ourselves, where does that start? Where does that reduction begin to start? It has to start at home. It has to start with acknowledging certain conventions, certain trends in consumption, certain patterns of production, and how do we connect consumers to these options? And when we think about the awareness and when we think about what needs to be highlighted and, and, what, and how that interactivity needs to be engaged between consumers and the value chain, because the value chain is a big value chain. It's, it's, um, it goes all the way from farm to table, or in this case, soil to shelf, uh, when you think about agriculture, agro-processing, packaging, manufacturing, and the various lines that need to happen. And then we think about how COVID has created a situation where we've seen a lot more cottage producers come out and encouraging certain levels of production because for a time there was quite a bit of um, anxiety about whether we'd be able to consume some of our favorite foods again and how we go about doing that. Yeah. And I, I I think that that's really some of the ambitions of the Caribbean food and beverage events. And it's also been acknowledged at the level of the CPSO, given their involvement with us, that they also have an appetite to see this reduction in the food import bill. What kind of reduction do we think is going to happen? I think it's something that's through the various arms of this food festival that you're going to see consumers interacting with the value chain within the exhibition. You're going, as Curtis rightly pointed out, there's a lot of leading um, topics and speakers because these are contemporary issues today in Trinidad. We have a changing climate where we're pushing towards a more digital environment. So that affects the FinTech framework going forward. That affects the, the way we connect digital portals, um, B, um, B2B and, um, even state bodies to business 
And it's it's a framework that we're exploring within the forum of the Food and Beverage Festival. There's a lot to discuss when we get to um, some of the more interactive components of the Food Festival in particular, which I'm very excited to do so. And we're going to be talking about that when we come back from the break. Um, George is going to lean in on the conversation and we're looking forward to that. Talk is streaming at freedom106.5.com. And welcome back, Freedom 106.5 FM on the Pulse with Rajiv Dipti. Good morning again, gentlemen. George, are you with us? Um, well, I'd like to welcome you to our viewers this morning on air, Freedom 106.5 on the Pulse, as we discuss the Caribbean food and beverage trade event coming up Wednesday, June 28th, to Saturday, July 1st at Center of Excellence, Macquarie. So I'm not sure if George is with us right now. Right. Um, Rajiv, good morning. Um, are you hearing me? Yes, hearing you clearly, George. Okay, good. Um, first time using Zoom on my phone, so please forgive me. Um, plus, I'm driving, so it's a little bit awkward. Um, however, I'm glad to be on, on board. Good morning, everyone. Um, ha- happy to be part of this conversation this morning. So, George, can you, for um, the edification of our listeners this morning, tell us a little bit more about what cross-section of the value chain, before we get into the food festival, of course, what cross-section of the value chain can buyers expect and can the public expect to really um, see when they come to this food and beverage event with the concept that was described earlier in mind? So, um I mean, I think this is a very, I think this is a very different event um, for, for for people. Um, if I'm and it's the first time, right, George? It, this is the first time this is happening. And I think, I think what we what we need to do also, Rajiv, is, is to paint a picture of of the vision, um, the vision that we have for for the Caribbean food and, and, and beverage event. Now, first of all, this year, this event is the first time is the first time that that an event like this is happening. And it's the first time an event like this, not only in the food and beverage industry, but but an event like this is going to have all the components under one under one roof happening in one room. So, for example, you know, trade shows are the type of shows where you walk in and you have you have the boots, you walk around, and then all of a sudden, after half an hour or an hour, you really don't know what to do again because you, you you've walked around to all the boots, and what's next? Under this roof of Center of Excellence, where we'll be, we're going to have not only the trade show happening, but within that space, we have the conference element, which, which is also going to be happening for two hours every day. Um, every day, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, Saturday being a full day of the culinary festival. And then from four to seven, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, um, we have the culinary show happening within those times. Um, I think it's going to be a really exciting show for people to come to i think that um the 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 actual exhibitors that are there are, are going to have um it, it, it's going to be different for them and you know i was telling someone recently that if as an exhibitor if no one came to that show regime and we know that lots of people are going to come because we have people that are pre-registering but if no one came and they networked among themselves among the, the, the 75 odd people that will be there, you know, the kind of business that could be done on the floor of that exhibition and trade show between the trade show conference and culinary festival um, is it, going to be amazing. 
You know, people are already asking, George, what are the viewing options? We talk about a conference. We talk about um, the floor. Are there going to be any viewing, listening options? What, what's um, what's happening in that regard? Right. So all of the, the conference elements of, of the show, which we will we will post um, through the GML network, who is one of our, our major sponsors, all the conference elements of the show will be streamed live um, via YouTube. So people will be able to, to, to look at what's happening at, on the conference floor um, during the days. It'll be streamed to the world, actually, right? So, so anyone will be able to view it. Um, also, in the live kitchen, we have a, we have a, 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 a element called the live kitchen where we will have um, chefs um, from, from, from the Caribbean um, doing special dishes in that live kitchen, which will also be streamed and shown live um, via YouTube. These things will also be, remember they also, once they stream live, they will be left on the, on the channels um, so that people can look at it. If they don't see it live, they don't miss it because they put, they'll be able to go back and look at it again. So, so let's talk a little bit about that, the food festival. Before we head back over to the conference, uh, this food festival is a taste of the Caribbean Brought, so so are we uh, uh, for the public that that is listening and wants to come? Will they be able to experience a taste of the Caribbean? And, and what 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 can they expect to partake of in so, this in this festival? So so of course they'll be able to experience a taste of the Caribbean. Um, every day we expect to have different um, different dishes from all over the Caribbean, um, where people will be able to come in do do different things even sampling, sampling of, of, uh, of different things. Um, one of the nice things about this show is that, okay, so we have four to seven with the culinary festival, but we also have a lot of companies during the day um, that will also be doing sampling. So, I mean, you could be walking around the trade floor and, and come across a booth that is doing sampling of some sort that has some unique, unique product that they want you to taste. Um, so, I mean, it is really an all day, all the um, food fest, you know, if you yeah, look at it, it from that from it that is. point. It is. Uh, is there any particular preparations or dishes you would like to tease for the public that might be listening right now? They're very curious about what they what. what well, Rajiv, um, I mean, I, I don't want to let the I don't want to let it out um, of the bag. You know, I don't want to say something and any person doesn't show up um, to to prepare the special meals. But I know for a fact that there are so many different things that people will experience at that food festival that they probably would never have dreamed of of including as a as an ingredient in in soups in in um in, in preparing their foods um you know things that people don't normally think of yeah and they'd be able to experience it so so i mean i i want people to come out um in their numbers the wednesday to friday even though 10 to 3 is, is limited to, to, to businesses, we do have we do have a day pass. Um, so people can feel free. It's open to the public. Um, from 3 to 7 is the, is, is 4 to 7, sorry, is the culinary show. However, if John Public wants to come through at 10 in the morning, it's very easy to come through. There's a day pass that you could, you could just come on and you pay by the door. And, and you're coming to experience the, the Caribbean food and beverage event. So it's not it's not something that is closed at any point. Um, I think we will take important. your information. Yeah. yeah. I think it's very important as well to let the public know that from the beverage aspect of things, there'll also be a lot to look forward to. 
from all the varieties of um, ranging from from water to juices to wines to spirits and even beer, from what I understand. Even beers, yes, yes, very true. I think, you know, I, I was talking about painting a picture, Rajiv, and I think people need to, to understand too that this is the first time that a, an actual food and beverage event is taking place in this significant way in the Caribbean. You know, you have always spoken about um, the fact that when you you have had to travel outside of the Caribbean to yeah. really go to a food and beverage show um, that, that, that is significant in, in some way. So what we are trying to build here is something that the Caribbean can be proud of, that this could be, <clears throat> it will become an annual event where people can come and, 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 and under one roof, capture all the elements that are involved in the food and beverage industry. Um, I want to highlight the fact that we will also have um, advanced commercial equipment. One of our sponsors will be at the show um, and showcasing um, some amazing equipment that, that people may not have realized that they can purchase. You know, anybody who is thinking of opening a restaurant or a small food place or a kitchen of some sort, um, Advanced commercial equipment has has everything that you would need. You don't need to leave Trinidad to go and get this equipment. Um, you don't need to, to travel or, or bring it in. They, they have it here. You know, and a lot of people, I think, don't realize that. And, and that is just one example of what people could come and look forward to under the food and beverage. So it's not only food and beverage, but it covers all aspects of the food and beverage industry from transportation issues, um, commercial equipment issues, air, condition, um, air conditioning, um, the refrigeration issues. Uh, there's so many elements that people I, may I, not I think, think of. I think you're absolutely correct in that there's never been a sector-specific event for no, this. No, I mean, even of, things like banking. I mean, we have banking sponsors, you know, and when people look at when people look at, at getting into the, the food and beverage industry, um, one of the things they need to think about is, okay, so where are I going to get my financing to do this? You know, everything is under one roof. Kariri is going to be there. You know, people think, have to I get made, um, their testing, testing of food. Made, um, food. Some, some really important points here, George, that I just want to linger on for the benefit of the listening public in that we are connecting the the components of this of this trade event together. So when you move from the exhibitor area, into the conference, for example, you will get an idea of not just the equipment, as George pointed out, that advanced equipment is um, really bringing a higher um, caliber quality offering to this event, but also these, there, there needs to be an appreciation that presently exists within not just Trinidad and Tobago, not just the Caribbean, but the world when we see, when we understand certification, policy, um, and standardization. And you're going to be experiencing that in the conference and you're gonna get an uh, you're gonna get an actual taste of that in the food festival, in the premium showcase that is being put forward by um, the live kitchen concept that is fully sponsored and featured by Advanced Equipment. So I think that it's very important that we've connected the dots and really showed how we portray this um, to not just the public, but to the world, as you said, George, that this is going to be going out there and it's going to be, um, it's going to create a lot of curiosities. Yeah, definitely. I mean, when you really think about it, right? So you wake up one morning and you decide, 
okay, um, or you may have been thinking about it for a while. I want to get involved in, in the food industry or the food and beverage industry in some way. You know, you have to think about one equipment you have to think about financing you have to think about insurance right um before you even think about what you want what you actually what what what, what is the concept of, of what you're going there's so many different elements you know you have to get testing of your of your stuff from kariri right so we will have all of these things under one roof so that anybody who is thinking anybody involved in the food and beverage industry and anybody who may be thinking of getting involved in the food and beverage industry this is your one place your one stop right under one roof where you can come and and meet and 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 talk to interact with all the people that can make your business happen can make your dreams come true you so know we will make your dreams come true let's flip the script george right so we spoke a little bit about the macro entities that are going to be involved in here and kudos again for all the those involved at with an appetite not just for the nation's food security but to ensure higher levels of nutritional and policy security if i were a microprocessor how does this show benefit me what what can i expect as a microprocessor coming into this show um with the expectation that i'm looking to connect to market that i'm looking to scale up that i'm looking to gain more market share and i'm looking to drive sales as a microprocessor what are the expectations well i think one of the things that um that is interesting about this show this year in particular is that okay so we have been advertising the show um within the region right so the advertising has not only been concentrated in Trinidad and Tobago but we've actually touched the region so when i talk about the region i'm talking about in particular Guyana Suriname Jamaica um Barbados Grenada St Vincent and the Grenadines St Lucia um among other places right and what we found is that okay so this year is the first year we may have we we are almost certain we will have some of the exhibitors coming from these areas but we're going to have a lot of buyers coming people that are curious to, to see what 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 is on display so for microprocessors i don't know if i'm answering your question correctly rajiv but for micro um for people who are who are involved who who may be cottage industries um and that type of thing who are coming to the show uh they may be able to get their products into the caribbean region they will have buyers that are here right um that may be able to open doors for them to to export yeah so just for and, and we we do have to head to a break so uh, i want to pick it up on that note when we come back from the break right so we were discussing the microprocessors and the benefits to really um when we talk about msmes and we talk about micro and small the potential to connect is very is very strong in terms of the b2b connections that are in the room so we're going to be we're going to be encouraging those cottage processors those small producers as george pointed out and that's something that uh we have personal experience with at the level of the supermarket association and working on really good projects in tandem of course with state entities such as Kariri who's going to be here export TT invest TT to scale up and it's something that we look at um potentially with identifying some of those ready to get in there so George I don't know if we want to touch on the incubator block here to really um understand the appreciation right. so 
So, um, yeah, so the incubator block was something that Rajiv and I um, discussed and we thought it was a nice it was a nice element to add into the show. So the incubator block basically is a block of 12 boots um, with um, with people that have just gotten into the food and beverage industry. They may be small, small um, enterprises that we feel have the potential to really grow and become um, big enterprises, one, also that they, they may have the potential that there may be a product that they are, that they are, are showcasing that is interesting, that is innovative, um, and something that we really wanted to show coming out of, of, of Trinidad and Tobago in particular. Um, so this incubator block will be a block of 12 boots um, that people could, could, could look forward to uh, as something that is completely new in the market. And these are for and just just to just for our listeners to fully understand these these boots in the um in the incubator block that we will be providing are at no charge and the qualifying criteria is that they are ready for the next step in their evolution. Exactly, exactly correct. Yeah. Right. Hey, so- Govin, I actually want to pull you in here because I I, I think it's a great opportunity to identify among our listeners, to give anyone the opportunity who feels that they are ready, we invite them to to, um, supply their information to you and we will consider them accordingly. And that's the Freedom 106.5 family right here, right now. Um, That's something that we we take small business seriously at this level. And, um, And that's something that we're looking forward to. So George, when we what what more can we expect from the Caribbean food and beverage event um especially if if I were an exhibitor thinking about getting on board now for the benefits down the road so i mean i want to come back to i want to come back to um to the vision for the event regime which i think is very important you know i think people need to i mean we we have gotten a great response um, the response to this show has been actually fantastic, um, overwhelming, beyond our expectations. Um, so that we've gotten a really good, good, um, good response from the from the corporate sector that are involved in the food and beverage industry. And what I want to stress to to those people in particular um, that will be in the show is that you know um, the vision for this show is is is, is huge. It's huge. I, I think by by 2025, the Caribbean Food and Beverage event will probably be, if not the biggest trade event in the country, biggest and most important. Um, it will be close to number one, um, you know, because this is industry specific. The only other show that I could think of in Trinidad that is actually industry specific is the Energy Conference regime um, that happens in January. I don't think there's any other trade show that, that deals with an industry the way we are going to be dealing with the food and beverage industry. Um, so, 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 you know, um, really and truly, I, I think it's an event that people um, will enjoy. I think they will definitely put it on their calendar for next year. Um, and I think it's something, and you know, the, the other thing is that when people come to the show, even the companies that are there, you know, if you, if you have um, ideas of things that you feel that we may have missed, because we're not saying that we're perfect, right? Um, things that we may have missed that we can introduce into the 2024 edition, which I think um, Rajiv and I discussed and we will probably be launching before the end of, of 2023. Um, we intend to launch the 2024 show. 
and we have we have already discussed some new elements that we actually want to introduce in 2024 that i think will be even will be even more exciting Okay, yes, I agree. And as you made the point about the energy conference, I want to get back onto Curtis here for his um for for his for his own um um thoughts and on the conference. Because the conference we haven't spoken too much about, but it's a very important component of this show. Curtis, what yeah. are some of the expectations that we can have? Okay, great. Th- thank you for that. Um uh, and hi George. Um so I want to take a cue from something George just mentioned. He's, he, he said how in Trinidad and Tobago that that energy conference is very specific, very strong. It's, a, it's an excellent conference in the Caribbean for a very targeted industry. And I was at a conference um, yesterday, and um, it was related to energy. And a very prominent manufacturing sector um, CEO um, stood up and mentioned something that I think is, is very instructional. He would have said, you know, he's there because manufacturing sector is not perceived, is perceived to not really benefit a whole lot from the energy kind of industry focus. It tends to be for like the big players, you know, the big plants and point users, the international oil companies and energy companies and so on. So, so the manufacturing sector in Trinidad already speaking about well we want to know something too about about energy it does affect us it's affecting us more and 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 rajiv and george you that is going to be part of and a very important part of the discussion in the conference it, that that has always been and i've been in the industry for a long time with some of the manufacturing organizations and associations and it, it keeps coming up and maybe it's justice was never done to it properly the need is there the desire to have it is there so anyway so let me just let me give a, a very quick, um, in no particular order, idea of what this um, the conference piece. Just is touching a, a little bit on on a, on a very good point you made there, because the cost of energy is a key consideration in 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 the very definition of some of these sessions that you're going to be talking about, because it's the elephant in the room along with always, uh, yeah, a couple other elephants, but we'll get to yeah. that. <laughs> All right. Okay. So I'm just going to kind of quickly, and I'll, I'll just dwell on a couple of things on, on the conference side of things, what will be discussed, right? So, and again, in no particular order by day or by um, entities, right? So we will want to touch on what the supermarkets in the region, what is their role in food security, for example, during a disaster. And and we have examples of this happening. We we know the situation that would have happened in Dominica. We, we, we get, climate is a hell of a thing. It's affecting the Caribbean very directly. When nations and islands have to marshal um, support to, to help one in need, obviously supermarkets, the food distribution um, network has to spring into action. There's need. I, I actually want to to, to, to speak that, to that point. Right. You're, you're just lingering very quickly yeah, sure. uh, for a practical example. And I want to make a special mention to Sewa Titi and Mr. Rivanti Luxing, the Supermarket Association, did partner with them last year when that disaster in St. Vincent and the Grenadines occurred. And we did send buckets of hope to St. Vincent, an initiative which cost more than a million dollars in in relief to them. It was very practical, but yes, you're right, um, Curtis. Right, right. So certainly, right. So that that's that's going to be a, a a topic for discussion, and the panel, the panel, and the panelists that we're going to have on that would would treat with that. 
and it will be something I think of much benefit to everyone. We want to also touch on um, crime and, and its impact on the cost of food, not just crime in food production, talk about crime in food distribution and so on. We're going to put a lens on that and have um, that's going to be an important component of the discussion. We want to speak to us again, energy and energy efficiency. All right. So, uh, of course, as close and dear to me as well. So I will be part of that panel. And and we want to talk about, you see, in Trinidad, energy and energy efficiency is not as critical as it is for the rest of the Caribbean. So our Caribbean counterparts understand the need for that. We want to touch on everything. Things, for example, um, do, do we start to change technology in refrigeration? Um, are we going to add, can, is, is solar enough? Certainly it is. Talking about the greening of the industries, but we also have to talk about reducing cost. So um, we might talk so, about so I, I just wanted to, to, to ask you your opinion on something for our listeners who may not have an understanding of when we talk about standards and what, uh, and you know, standards obviously implies a certain level of. In, of institutional integrity if in, if in reference to certification or if you talk about a standard in the in the food service equipment that you might be using that it's ISO certified but could you explain for our listeners what we really mean by standards because you know we're going to be examining standards within the um, sphere of this conference so what what yes. what 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 do you understand by standards when you really want to communicate that to our listeners I was, I was going to come to that actually, yes. I was just trying to finish with the energy and, and energy efficiency. But on the standard side of things, that is a separate um, um, panel with some very well-qualified people that we're going to be getting and drawing from some of the different institutions. We, it, it, it's, it's, you have standards that you should follow in food production, how you're growing it, sort of um, pesticides you're using, insecticides you're using, if you have to use it. How long to wait for things to clear before you bring it to the to the table in a supermarket to be on a shelf? We so so we are going to introduce with that panel. We're going to introduce what the proper practices would be, what the expectations would be, right? And hopefully, as well as part of the conversation, identify like some of the major gaps, right? So I, I don't know if I'm speaking to what you're asking, but really and truly, it is it is something that most people are not aware of in 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 the food and food security business, but they have things inside it that people need to know and they need to register. We do have a fairly informal food industry from street food to, to packaged foods coming from, from established um, entities, from importation of food from different locations. And, 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 and hopefully that panel will help inform some of that. Right, Rajiv? Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with your assessment of that. And, you know, too, when we talk about standards, it's really with the consumer in mind, because with when we think about the consumer safety aspect of the preparation of foods and what goes into that preparation, we have to look at the that the equipment is up to a certain standardization, right. that the people and persons preparing the food have been trained thus, and that there is a certain level of nutritional security from the quality of what is being prepared so it, it's a lot of things when we want to examine it because at, at a certain level within the region we are really hamstrung by these standards um so right. we, we want to ensure that at the level of the caribbean these conversations can stimulate certain trains of thought when we really talk about benchmarks when we talk about standards 
And I mean, Curtis has shone a light there for us on, uh, on energy in particular, which I think needs to come under the spotlight a little bit more because yes. this, this issue of energy is something that is very critical um, in our own country right now. I mean, we have we have certain issues in, in that on that side of the sector, and it's going to affect all of us in manufacturing, right. retail and distribution, and in agriculture particularly, and across the region. So as, as Curtis said, we need to align the needs of... of right. Uh, right. Right. And well, Rajiv as well, um, just to, to finish off the list here, so we, we will be engaging in nutrition, security, nurturing, healthy eating habits, and talk a bit about the public health crisis. We will be, of course, um, talking about fintech and its role, what role it has now in this new world that we have um, people paying by, by QR code, all the usual things that we're going to be talking about, but we're going to bring it under this particular forum. Yeah. We also want to deal with sustainable agriculture including agriculture with climate smart technology right and of course we'll identify first the climate change risk and what the impacts it will have on on the caribbean um we also and i, I think we're going to want to finish off at a certain amount with reducing food waste and food loss the, the caribbean does have we pretty um delinquent in that regard um according to the stats that we get from some of the organizations worldwide the fao and so on so those, uh, in a nutshell, that would be the primary points we're going to have in those two-hour sessions for those three days interspersed during the day with very knowledgeable um, panelists and with a, a very um, wide cross-section. So we energy sector will have a part to play inside of it. Finance will have a part to play inside of it. Um, standards, health, everybody's going to be part of this. So it is a holistic approach to our first conference. And... Yeah. Yeah, thank you so much for shining a light on the conference, Curtis. I, I can confirm to our, our listeners that we have some of the best speakers um, lined up for these events. And I'm not at liberty to tell you just yet, but you will know when we release the schedule um, via our media partner, Guardian Media, but within the next week or so. Yeah. And you will be able to subscribe to what you want to to um, queue into. So yeah. we're going to head to a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to allow both for George and Curtis to wrap up um, their coverage of the Caribbean food and beverage trade event. Talk, talk is streaming at freedom106.5.com. And welcome back on the Pulse with Rajiv Dipti on Freedom 106.5. Yes, welcome back to our coverage of the Caribbean Food and Beverage event, an event that's going to be happening Wednesday, 28th June to Saturday, July 1st, Center of Excellence, Macquarie, 10 a.m. every day to 7 p.m. every day. That's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And I just want to thank both gentlemen who joined us this morning, Mr. Curtis Mohammed, Executive Director, Caribbean Supermarket Association, as well as Mr. George Singh, CEO Southex Promotions. Gentlemen, I'm going to give you um, a brief to wrap it up on your side, and I'm going to start with you, George. Right, so <clears throat> um, good morning again. Right, so I would just like to say, you know, there may be, we, we do have um, just a few spaces left inside of the food and beverage event. Um, we have three three levels of, of, of boots. We have a table boot size. We have a three meters by two meter size and a three meter by three meter size. Um, we just have a few spaces left in each category. So if you are interested, um, you can send us an email to southexevents at gmail.com. That's S-O-U-T-H-E-X-E-V-E-N-T-S at gmail.com. Um, if you are interested in attending 
the four days um, or even getting a day pass, there's a pre-registration link um, that I can send to you, right? So you can either send us an email to get that link to pre-register for the event or that email again, southxevents at gmail.com or you can send a WhatsApp message to 789-3874 and we will send you the link um, to get pre-registered. So if you're interested in a booth, we still have a few that are, le are, are left, just a few. And if you're interested in pre-registering, well, I've given you the information. The, the Caribbean Food and Beverage event is an event that's really going to be, um, I think it's, it's the first of its kind happening, and, and we're really excited about it. And um, looking forward to it, Rajiv. Yeah, and I like the fact that there are different tiers of involvement for potential exhibitors. And bear in mind for our listeners that there's going to be um, a very interactive evenings with live entertainment as the food festival swings into action. It's going to be something that's very, very welcoming, both to persons, families, and anyone that's going to be there. It's going to be a very enjoyable, dynamic affair. And um, we're looking forward to receiving you. So you can also send us an email at info at satthq.com. You can go on our social media handles and we will send you all the information that you request. I'm going to hand it over now to Curtis for the final word. Thank you very much. Um, well, I have to say, um, certainly I'm very excited. It's, it is really the launch for, for, for whatever better description of the Caribbean Supermarket Association. And we are certainly hoping that after this signature event, um, very well managed and very being well put together by George and his team, that we will have a platform that is coherent and relevant for the Caribbean food industry. And I think Rajiv, you would have said it said from soil to shelf. So there's there, there are elements in production, there are elements in distribution, there's element in food storage, handling, management, there's distribution. So food in the in, in the Caribbean and a lot of it is imported. We need to move from just being significant importers now to being a, a, a group of nations that share what we do and what we do well. There's going to be space in that for hydroponics. There's going to be space in for traditional agriculture. But we hope that this platform, once it's accepted, it's not only about food production. It includes food production and all the parties inside of it, commercial, small operators, and so on. So I'm, I'm very excited. I'm looking forward to it. And I'm hoping that we do have a really good attendance based on feedback we're getting. I expect that that will be so. So thank you very much. And I know Curtis did not directly allude to it, but this show has the objective and ambition of displacing some of that food import bill by yeah. up to $100 million uh, within Trinidad and Tobago. And uh, George, George, I just want to, we have one last question here. Um, is there going to be Caribbean involvement? So, yes, there will be Caribbean involvement. In particular, we have a number of buyers that are coming in from, from different um, areas. Um, <clears throat> so people could um, definitely look forward to that. The exhibitors, there will be Caribbean involvement in, in, in that. And we have some we have some um, some Caribbean exhibitors that we have been speaking with um, that we're hoping to get them on board before the show starts as well. So, so for our listeners, there's a lot to look forward to. And I, we, we look forward to welcoming you Wednesday, June 28th at the Center of Excellence. I want to say thank you to both you gentlemen, Curtis Mohammed and Mr. George Singh. And I hand you back over to Govin. 
Thank you so much, Rajiv, and a very special guest today joining us on The Pulse right here on Freedom 106.5 FM. And you can look out for another exciting edition next week, Wednesday, same time, same place, right here on Freedom 106.5 FM. Talk, talk, talk. streaming at freedom106.5.com.